0: the first episode of this of this podcast following along with Chuck's progress in summer camp uh if you haven't listened to it go back and listen to it 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 was only released on the day of the second episode so because because I was dealing with other things but if you want to get a really full overview of Chuck and the show go back and listen to that because at this point we're really just diving right in and not talking about much external things going on anymore. Right. And we'll be following along with Chuck until his end, whenever that may be. (laughs) Welcome to A Halting Podcast. My name is Mark Brillig, and with me back again is Mr. Chuck Line. Say hello, Chuck. Hello, Chuck. Uh... (laughs) You asked for it. Chuck's back again. Of course, we're going to be keeping with him for the rest of his time on Summer Camp. Uh, This is, again, spoilers, a recap of... Episode 2 of Summer Camp on USA Network, airing Thursdays at 8, 7 Central, and you can find it online at usanetwork.com slash summercamp. Episode 2, entitled S'more Drama, Chuck, you gave us a heads up last time that this would be, this episode would be s'mores related. S'more Drama, which which has to do with the competition and other, an even more bizarre one than last time. We'll get to that later. Um, But the big thing to pick up with, of course, is that there is someone not necessarily trustable in your ranks. Um, We know now, of course, that that was Mikey B. But as you said last time, um, eyes were pretty going hard on or would be going hard on Chris because he went out to talk with Megan, um, which was completely what you guys had not agreed on. He just he just up and left. Yep. Without so much as a word to go outside and talk to her, right?
1: Yep. Uh we really didn't know what was going on with that. And then we asked him, you know, we talked to him. So what was all about So what was all that about going out to to see Megan and talk to her on your own and he was like, "Oh, well, I just didn't like Lauren, so I didn't want to talk to her." And that was a really unsatisfying
0: answer. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, just because just you don't like someone, especially in this competition, doesn't mean...
1: Right. So we were uh, we were starting to get kind of suspicious of him then. Um,
0: very suspicious, yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of this episode. And Mikey, okay. there's a cut-in with him, uh, a bit of an interview with him thinking it works to his advantage, which... I mean, I guess if if, you know, since he's not the one being suspected, that's at least not to his disadvantage right but i feel like i feel like any confusion any conflict oh, yeah okay. confusion or conflict within the team rocking the boat even though it's dangerous people will be even though people will be whittled down i assume the the guys i <laughs> for to give the girls a break i hope the guys eventually lose one challenge <laughs> um well but, I, it's i but, mean it's been in a in a
1: in one of the promos the the host says, um, guys lose, uh, and then another one oh. says girls lose. So we know that the guys are eventually going to lose at least one, right? I, right, I don't, right. I so, can't say when or where, but it's going to happen yeah, sometime.
0: So so whenever that happens, I mean maybe it works to Mikey's advantage that people are just starting to not trust and not like Chris. But this early on, it seems like you'd want to keep keep things pretty bound together but of course as you said last time he's the wild card he's the one who might just decide to stir things up just 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 for fun
1: right i mean we can all agree that i'm i'm kind of the the logician of the uh of the camp um yeah and whether everyone else is thinking about it as tactically as i am is a little bit up for question uh for example...
0: yeah yeah, I mean, I noticed that at the beginning of this episode, once again, you're still very much highlighted as the voice of the team, at least to the audience mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like speaking to speaking to us watching um which again, I think just is just showing that of all the guys there, you're pretty much the only one who can uh voice things well
1: chuck the great summarizer
0: of summer camp (laughs) chuck the orator so so we have a scene with you talking with chris fairly privately um and and really letting him know that and you weren't you, you were kind of honest you know you said to him some people seem to think that that maybe you're the one who who voted for lauren to leave instead of megan right and then he's like well who are, who are these some people in his interview which which you know he had kind of an attitude but he had a point that you you didn't really you, you said that you, you didn't say necessarily that you didn't trust him
1: right well i at that point i was still trying to figure out did you have a legitimate reason did you make some kind of promise to megan that you were trying to make good on um mm-hmm. but without sacrificing your team, you know, because one vote, ultimately, at the end of the day, when we all agreed, it's nothing. it wasn't going to be a big deal. The big deal was that somebody was lying to us, you know, about where their their uh, voting tendencies were going to be. And yeah. that was a, a little disconcerting.
0: In fact, it might have even been, I mean, it would have been, at least to start a non-issue if... Justin hadn't said anything when he came back.
1: Right. If if he wouldn't have told us the the way that the vote went, um, he would have been the only one that knew, and it, it wouldn't have been an issue.
0: Yeah. But as it um, stood,
1: he did tell us, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you know, started to wonder about it, and started to think, well, hey, I should make sure that the guys know they can vote however they want. It's not a dictatorship. Um, but I also want them to feel that they can be honest with the rest of the group, because if they feel really strongly something that disagrees with everyone else, I, I want to know why, because yeah. they might convince me um, yeah. and then my opinion might change. So I was yep. upset that somebody wasn't voicing an opinion that they felt strongly enough to to influence their vote. But it mm-hmm, turned
0: mm-hmm. out just to be Mikey B. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, Mikey. Yep. The one thing that I'm not sure if you brought this up or not, because they didn't show it anyway, talking with Chris. Uh-huh. Did you bring up during that conversation that, they, that they're that they not sure about him specifically because he was outside talking to Megan? You know, I don't remember. Okay. Because, I mean, that's the real sticking point, right? Like, right. why, right. again, why were you, why, why'd why you go out That there? was the thing but... that,
1: that made us the most suspicious of him initially. Mm-hmm. If if he hadn't gone outside with Megan and Mikey had cast a rogue vote, um, if those two things had not happened, then we wouldn't have had any problem with Chris yet. Um, yeah. yeah. So that, that really was really chris got the short end of the stick at least right. so far
0: right. right and we'll have and to and wait and see things, how he deals with it they are, it looks like for what they said was happening next time it looks like things are starting to snowball right as as they do on reality shows of course <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we have we have people choosing who's going to be the next camp counselor over on the girls mm-hmm. side lauren says she wants to be the camp counselor because she's been there in the in the bottom two. And Isis and I are really on the same page here as being like that. Just because you have experienced what the camp counselor may have to do doesn't, like the, the other side of it, doesn't make you ripe right. for... So that, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, um, I think...
1: I think Lauren was trying to come up with a, an argument that would make it seem like she was a better count, uh, camp counselor candidate than she may have actually been.
0: Sure. Um, I mean, she she's trying to make her case with whatever she can just right. so she definitely doesn't get in the bottom two again. Right. Uh, seemingly, again, you being <sighs> the real mind of, the, of your team, you initiate a camp counselor discussion with at least a, a few other of the guys, and and what ends up happening is uh Kyle gets picked which which you seemed quite satisfied with cuz you voted for him and and uh I would say that that was all. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Good. Good planned. Going along fine. Yeah. No, um, I like
1: Kyle. He yeah. he really uh put his all in when when we were doing the canoeing challenge and it sure sure seemed like he was Uh, voting with the group and of like mind with everyone else because he went ahead and voted to get rid of Megan unless of Mm -hmm. course he
0: was the rogue vote so right which which isn't clear but yeah all eyes are really on Chris right now and and he's definitely starting to feel uh, alienated yeah Okay, so we get Kyle as your new camp counselor, and on the girls, there's a tie between Erin and Isis. Erin, who we've really seen very little of, um, I cut out any talk of her that we had on the last podcast, just because she got very little time on screen, Mm -hmm. um, but apparently she's reasonably well respected, um, Isis, of course, she and Brooke seem to be the two wonder women of, of the girls' team, Mm -hmm. um. And and Brooke, being the counselor from last time, breaks the tie with Isis. Really just because Isis said, I want it. And Aaron said, you know, go either way. Um, which, let's get a little bit of hindsight here. Aaron is the one who does end up getting voted off. Right. Um, that comes to bite her in the ass later. If it had been me, just because it gives... Safety? Immu- yeah, safety, immunity from... from Getting gone, right? I would grab at that any time that I could. Right. If that's given to me as an option, I, I, I know that Aaron was, you know, doing that, and and it and it made for temporarily some harmony within the group. Right. Um, but sometimes there's something that matters more, uh-huh. and that's you. Right. <laughs> that's watching your own back. I had some interest in snoring last time, and we do get some shots of people (laughs) snoring in this episode i couldn't really tell who it was but whatever someone snores great (laughs) Uh, i'm pretty sure one of them was isis (laughs) what's really funny is last night i was i was
1: watching the episode with isis cameron and Mm. megan uh from the first from the first episode and um uh as as the snoring started isis goes that's that's Melinda. I am, I think that's Melinda. It's <laughs> Melinda. And we're all like, ah, uh, Isis. It's you. I'm pretty sure uh, that's you.
0: <laughs> that's good.
1: Oh, oh, this episode you see Mikey putting on chapstick before bed. That chapstick was the bane of my existence. Oh my goodness. Because he couldn't ever find it he he was a mess um Mikey was we were kind of like the odd couple <laughs> i'm i'm really fastidious and neat and he just kind of throws stuff everywhere i they'll never show it in the episode but between conversations cameron and i are always fixing the pillows and straightening the couch <laughs> and you know it, it's really kind of funny and everyone else is just throwing their stuff right. everywhere um and mikey oh man a couple of days every 20 minutes, it'd be like, Where's my chapstick? Can't find my chapstick. Where's my chapstick? Chuck, have you seen my chapstick? Hashtag,
0: Where's My Chapstick like, for Mikey B.
1: Yep, exactly. That and hashtag, Rogue vote.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Whatever. <laughs> so, Mikey, this is this part I don't want to talk about much because it's just kind of boring and and Nothing but Mikey leads a TP a toilet paper raid of the girls' bathroom with you, <laughs> Mike the soldier, Cameron, and anyone else. Was everyone involved?
1: Uh, just just the four of us, I think. Okay,
0: um, and the girls. Oh, well, Moses was there. Moses was, was there too. He might have been. Maybe there. I can't okay. remember. So you use several rolls of toilet paper and just TP their whole bathroom. The girls, a couple of them, seem to take it really hard, which is just like whatever. Well, what what we didn't show on
1: television Uh is that we used we used their toilet paper oh we we used all of their toilet paper oh so
0: they got up in the morning and didn't have any right so they just had to like rip it off of the off yeah so that takes it a bit for it
1: (laughs) it it does (laughs)
0: So we get to the social where Matt, the host limits tickets to five each for the social. Uh. Um, Isis and Kyle, the team leaders, counselors now determine who goes and who does chores. Isis picks Lauren, Rachel, Brooke, and Aaron, which leaves Melinda and Michelle to do chores. Um, And Kyle picks Cameron, Moses, Justin, and Mike to come along, which leaves Chris Mikey B and you to do chores, which is really funny because it's you, the person that you suspect and the person that who actually did the rogue vote.
1: Oh, right. Yep. Um, also, also mm-hmm. it's, it's the other three people that were in the canoeing challenge with Kyle.
0: So Kyle sent, it was Kyle and his right. Kyle, Kyle you, and Chris, Chris and Mikey, and Mikey and I, B were the canoers.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, Kyle is the only canoeer, so the only one that did any work in the first challenge that went to the party.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of like... Right. I I wasn't too into that. Um, There's a few different
1: ways to look at it, I guess, strategically. And one is, you pick the people who can schmooze with the ladies the easiest, which, you know, Cameron and Mike and Moses, easily, of course. But, uh... You can also look at it as a as a reward for the people who have done well. Um and at this point I'm I'm still thinking strategically, so I'm not holding it against anybody. But if Okay if I continue to be left out of the socials, of course there's gonna be some resentment that grows there. Chris yeah. is already um upset that Chris he is... didn't get invited.
0: Right. He said uh I mean, the the only person he was really connecting with there, he felt, was Justin, and Justin's at the party, so he's right. really getting to uh, develop a negative side. Um, right. I
1: mean, it's just, uh, at this point, it's just adding insult to injury, not to invite yeah. him.
0: Yep, yep. Kyle talks to the guys that he brought to the social, gives a good speech to them, you know, getting them all feeling good, and Justin really starts to get along with Kyle, which, which I'm pleased with. Um... Later on, we get some funny stuff with Melinda trying to kind of casually demonstrate that she's that she's physically actually quite talented and not just a clumsy klutz. But of course, they have to put funny music over that. So,
1: well, as as silly as it looked, I am glad that that uh, she got a chance in this epi- episode to show that she's at least coordinated, um, yeah. because that that really. In the first episode when she
0: was falling down all the time that was that was kind of a really bummer. How many times did she fall down? because we saw her once, but we saw someone we heard someone say, "Did you fall again?" right
1: um, So at least twice it was it was fairly frequently she's a little bit clumsy <laughs> um but once she gets into into competition mode, then she's fairly coordinated so um it it's it's kind of an odd. Dichotomy. I'm not really sure. Uh I, I don't I don't really know if I could explain when she's clumsy and what makes and her, she's yeah, not, I don't I yeah. don't even know. It just she is sometimes and other times she's she's really able to bring she's it. In like zone. I mean she's doing high kicks and karate chops and it looks silly right. because there's no one else there and there's she's not yeah. practicing with a dummy, but um it looks really intense for the geek girl, uh, but uh, at, at mm-hmm. least at least she's doing it. Way to go! Way to warm up, Melinda.
0: <laughs> I guess so. So then we get to what, of course, is yours and my favorite part of each episode: the the, the competition. You're all starting off clinging to giant marshmallows. Um, <laughs> so so when people fall, they go and grab pudding. Uh, to fling it at at the enemy to get them to fall off onto the graham crackery floor. Um, and last one standing is the team that wins, last one hanging. Um, so Kyle picks, so he's picking people to, he has to, you guys have one man advantage, so you have to pick someone to sit out, so Kyle picks Chris to sit out, which I thought was going to be making more bad blood, but Chris is actually happy about that because because he doesn't have to make himself look like even right. worse of an asset. But I, I actually think it, it would have been better if he was in. I think he's probably got some decent upper body strength and could could have been a good contender. I agree. Um, I just watched uh, um, On the Waterfront last uh, a, a couple nights ago with Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been a contender.
2: Could have been a contender.
0: <laughs> you do it much better than I do. <laughs> Thank you. um so it's it's actually it's people paired up on these giant marshmallows um so uh, one one guy and one girl uh you're paired up with rachel guys on on opposite sides of the marshmallow uh oh rachel lauren Mm -hmm. is with mikey b um and everyone else is paired up with others which which we don't really need to get into um but then matt Uh, After the competition's starting, everyone's just hanging there, and Matt says, Matt the host brings up, hey guys, you know, it's not necessarily just a strength match, there's, you know there's some strategy that could be done here too, and Melinda takes that cue and purposefully drops, Mm -hmm. and runs over and starts flinging, and does a decent time flinging, but, you know, kind of hits Isis sometimes, and whatever so that's a that's a debatable decision maybe melinda doesn't have melinda doesn't have great strength to keep herself there longer so she wanted to use her strength instead to fling things but i thought it was awfully interesting that she did that presumably without even having a discussion with the rest of the girls while they were hanging there right but anyway, okay, so just after her, Justin falls, which what I thought was the most interesting part of this competition, Justin is paired with Isis, and when Justin falls, there's no more counterweight for Isis. Right. So she's leaning backwards and, right. and in much trouble. So you can usually predict that when one person falls off the marshmallow, the, the other one is going to follow pretty soon because they're hanging backwards. Usually. Usually. usually not not all the time but but that seems to be pretty predictable um of course you you're just you get some good <laughs> cut in interviews there you're dropping physics and just <laughs> just just staying up there fine you say at least two times oh i'm fine and and you clearly are
1: i um, could have stayed up there all day if i had to yeah and i I I actually at the end I thought about just staying up there for eh, another good five ten minutes just to rub it in just to rub it in but I thought that would probably be rude and <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to make the girls angry
0: yeah so we all know now that Chuck uh, brings it home again of course but uh, <laughs> let let's let's go through it um, Mike comes right. off Moses comes off at this point there's three there's three guys down and six girls still up. Um, Mikey, who's paired with Lauren, has some hush talk with her to be like, "Are you gonna come through, or are we, or is there gonna be a problem?" So Lauren says, "All right, I'm gonna drop after the next two girls," which you know, fair enough. Kyle drops, Isis drops, Michelle bites into the marshmallow and then bites the dust. <laughs> um, it, it really doesn't seem to help anyone at all. I mean, <laughs> you're, if you're, you really think your teeth are gonna hold you up, no. It's a marshmallow. Right. Um, it's not a trapeze. Brooke bites the marshmallow. Cameron goes down. Brooke goes down. Erin gets targeted by the guys, which I thought was a very good strategy. She goes down. Although I, I really didn't think the throwing of the pudding did a whole lot. I think just hanging there is gonna take its toll much more than. I mean, did did you did you ever get hit in the face with the pudding and thought like? I oh, did. It's
1: a... I mean, it. It never really bothered me. I was I was pretty well comfortable,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I was a little concerned that it would get in in between my hands and my hand grip, uh. um, or underneath my toes because I was standing on tiptoe, right? Um, or that it would hit me in the face and the eyes and the ears. That, th- so those those are probably the most vulnerable spots. Right. If you get a little bit of putting under your toes, mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's there's no more. Grip
0: right. That that's a that's more of a that could be a chronic issue. While right. getting it anywhere around your head would be more of a immediate thing that will either make or break right. you. Yeah, a sudden yeah.
1: surprise. hmm mm-hmm.
0: So we get down to Chuck and Rachel on one, Malo and Mikey and Lauren on the other, and then Lauren takes her cue because two girls have dropped, so it's time to go. But of course, because there's no counterweight anymore, and Mikey isn't maybe stronger than you but didn't didn't get himself situated in the right way and and positioned well enough to stay on there for a long time so he goes down after Lauren um because he's hanging backwards so now it is just down to you and Rachel the yogi who they love to play that sitar music over whenever whenever <laughs> they've got her in an interview um, oh
1: my nemesis
0: it, i i wonder if that's going to continue for for future episodes, um, but she does seem to be the one who, e- even though even though Melinda's the geek and you guys might connect uh, on on that level, um, it seems that as far as ability-wise and keeping a level head and things like that, Rachel is the closest that that we have to your parallel. We've got Rachel having her eyes closed and you know the sitar music going on and really trying to hold out but in the end she doesn't and and you take the marshmallow you take the cake you take it all <laughs> so this this leaves you know you of course in high spirits you've gotten your two of your 1 2 punches and you you are you're the man <laughs> thank you and and Rachel is very very upset i was i was really
1: worried when Rachel and I were paired up i was uh looking around for people that would um have have more uh muscle than me because I was thinking okay well if they're if they've got more muscle they're probably heavier and they'll they'll uh counterbalance me better and right Rachel and I are pretty evenly matched yeah. in terms of um body weight and structure so I was a little worried that the yogi would outlast me and she she and I, I mean, I i think we were both chosen for the show because we have unique skills. She's got flexibility and uh, inner peace on her side. Whereas I've done a lot of rock climbing. I love rock climbing and rappelling.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I do Russian acrobatics. So I've also got some flexibility that nobody knows about yet. Um, so I was... I was not a hundred percent confident that I was gonna take this until we got up on the marshmallows and then then I was like, Oh, oh, this is gonna be fun.
0: You felt pretty comfortable up there.
1: I did. I I mean I I think everyone everyone took the approach uh I, I took my shoes off. Um and did it barefoot. Uh-huh. um which I think only a couple other people did, but my shoes were off and instead of getting really solid footing, I stood on my tiptoes on the foot grips, and kind of uh, eased myself up onto the top of the marshmallow. Mm-hmm. So instead of holding the uh, holding onto the marshmallow and hanging off of it, I was kind of just laying on the marshmallow and squeezing myself onto it with the hand grip. Right. Um, so that was, I, I mean, I was using gravity to hold me to the marshmallow mm-hmm. instead of fighting with it.
0: Physics. Yeah, physics. Um, I It wasn't clear to me. Uh, how did you guys get paired up? How was that chosen? Okay, so
1: when, when Matt said go, everyone ran for a marshmallow. And whichever marshmallow had a guy and a girl was off limits. So it was just whoever got there first. Um, and I was one of the slower ones. Cause I was just kind of waiting to see who would pair up with who mm-hmm. and trying to think about who I would be good against. Initially I tried to get paired with Lauren, uh-huh. but that didn't work out. And I wound up with Rachel who was right next to her. So gotcha. worked out in the end, but yeah. it, it made me nervous when it was going on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you and Rachel have any conversations while you were on there?
1: Before we got on the marshmallow, we wished each other good luck and, uh, I think I gave her a hug. Um before you got on? Before we got on the marshmallow, while we were standing around just before. And then uh once we were on the marshmallows, she was she was totally Zen. Uh, she tuned everything out mm-hmm. and closed her eyes. So I didn't have any conversation with her. I heard Matt at one point, Matt the host, um Saying something along the lines of, Oh, it looks like I see Chuck shaking. Yeah. And that was absolutely not true. Really? I was not shaking at all. Uh. I was like a brick. Um, I remember thinking to myself, What? What are you talking about? Shaking. <laughs> just what he thought was me shaking but i was totally comfortable up there i was kind of trying to inch myself closer to the center of the marshmallow uh on the top so that i could uh be closer to the center of gravity but um matt i think kind of read my shifting my weight a little bit as me getting uncomfortable but no i could have stayed forever um
0: matt matt we're calling you out right now you're a liar <laughs> You're a liar, Matt. I wouldn't call him a liar. He just didn't know what he was seeing. Matt, you should never be a sports announcer. (laughs) You'll be like, touchdown, and we'll be like, no, he's out. It It was a a foul ball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, the other thing
1: was, I don't know if this will ever come up, but some of the girls immediately after the challenge, I I imagine most of this was cut out, but – they were upset and concerned that I had been cheating. And... Oh, they, how? Somebody brought up the fact that they saw me take my foot off of one of the footrests. Fine. And they called that cheating. Um, no. Which, it it was never brought up in any of the rules, so they, they obviously, they let it go, and it wasn't a big deal. Um, but, uh... I was taking my weight off of the footrests because I didn't need them. <laughs> um, the girls, on the other hand, were like, "No, if you you slip your foots off of one of the footrests, you're out." But that that's no, not what it was. you're out if you hit
0: the ground. Exactly. That was made very clear.
1: Exactly. If you hit the graham crackers, you're out. So that was. I mean, obviously they they wanted to win, and they were upset that that I went about it differently from any of them, and. Uh, I, I understand the
0: accusations, but I don't take them seriously. No. no. <laughs> Girls, don't be upset just because Chuck's smarter than all you put together. Ooh, ouch. I don't Ooh. know. It's just like... They're never going to hang out with me again. <laughs> he didn't say it. I did. Right? Don't ever hang out with me. That's right. All right. So now ISIS has to pick two people to banish to you guys. And you guys pick one to go home and one to send back to, to the girls. She was, so she talks with everyone. She talks with Brooke first because those two are two peas in a pod. Aaron. Aaron's conversation with Isis was interesting because even before even saying Melinda's name, Aaron is assuming that Isis is going to send Melinda. And, th- and then that finally comes up in their conversation. Like, who do you mean? Oh, Melinda, of course. Um, I guess because Melinda's just kind of awkward and did drop first without right. s- seeming to have much of a conversation.
1: I don't I don't think the girls picked up on the strategic side of Melinda dropping first. And even if they did, they they must have decided pretty quickly that it it didn't matter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Rachel says Melinda and Lauren are the two ones to send over. Uh she kind of doubts that Isis will banish her because she was the one who held out till the end and and that seems like a fair reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um Lauren is concerned about Aaron being around Mike the soldier the whole time thinks that that could be an issue and so right Isis picks Melinda and Aaron and and you guys actually have a discussion differently than in the than in the first episode so so it's it's the four and four of you in in your separate cabins and Aaron of course is not happy she believes that she gave Isis the position of counselor which she sort of did but but if she'd been you know if she'd held her ground a little more there would have been some beef going on and someone would have won the position I mean it's not she didn't give her the position she just said oh either way right I I think her most critical mistake was thinking that uh Isis saying you'll be counselor next time makes the assumption that I'll, that she'll keep her around for next time whereas in reality it's you'll be counselor next time if you make it to next time right so Aaron's not happy at all Michelle who who we haven't discussed much yet disagrees with with Isis's picking Aaron but that's because Michelle and Aaron get along very well um Melinda Melinda is a bit bit less outwardly upset to start with anyway she's a bit harder about it um when she's going over to to the cabin and she's just kind of gone stone cold uh and ready to make her case as best as she can Mm -hmm. Aaron, erin's appearance of course surprises the guys but i have to talk about something really quick here sure mike and mikey were both wearing glasses a la kyle yes was it just for fun?
1: I mean <laughs> I think it was just for fun. I they didn't tell us that they were doing that. Uh-huh. So in the other cabin. But uh yeah, I think they, they all stole Kyle's glasses um
0: as a fashion statement. I guess. It looked <laughs> it looked pretty weird. I <laughs> Yeah, it did. I but I liked I liked that they didn't talk about it at all. Right. It just, it just this happened is, we just it happened just to be wearing glasses. Whatever. <laughs> When Melinda comes over to your cabin, she starts getting really pretty upset, and then you go over to sit with her, to comfort her, and we get a look from a couple of the guys, including Mikey B. So that was something. Yeah, well, I mean, to
1: to quote a film, I had to stop her crying um what was that what's that film from what's the film? uh it's actually i had to stop her screaming and it's from clue uh, Oh, but uh but yeah no i i mean melinda i didn't know this yet this was the first time the guys saw melinda um you know turn to tears mm-hmm. and um so we we were given a time limit. You know, we, we don't have forever to make ah. this decision. So that was also one of the reasons for dividing the girls between the two cabins and interviewing them twice. It would go faster. Got it. Than one at a time. Right. So so we did that. But uh, if, if she cried the whole time, then we'd never get anything out of her. Right. So I was kind of being strategic. And yeah, I, obviously... She's a friend, and i I don't want to see her a blubbering mess on the floor, yeah so um you know i am trying to comfort her and move things along and and just get through it as best as we could
0: mm-hmm and then and then Chris, of all people, asks the question that finally moves things or tries to move things really along. He asks the question, which of course is how would keeping you benefit us right? And Melinda doesn't really answer. She just expresses rage and upsetness. And it seems to me that whenever uh, any of the talks that either of them had with both cabins didn't really know it was it was very unclear that any deals were being made. It was it was just like if you had Megan there twice. Right. It it was
1: very hesitant to To throw themselves or their teammates under the bus i
0: and what I guess I was kind of surprised, yeah, what I guess saved what really saved Melinda is that it's is that Aaron didn't make any deal at all,
1: at least so far, Melinda has been a strong competitor in that she was kind of she kind of went into beast mode on the uh canoe challenge. Mm but uh she did drop first in the marshmallow challenge and
0: so that's questionable
1: during the canoe challenge everybody was everybody was kind of focused on winning the challenge um so they they i i know i really didn't get a look at what the other team was doing at all um so it was up to the guys that were in the tubes to kind of fill us in on how the girls were doing mm-hmm. and uh who was making it and who was not and nobody really remembered how melinda was doing Uh so it was it was kind of at this point we had seen her be really clumsy uh a few times we had seen her fall first in the marshmallow challenge and no one really recalled that she was kind of intense in the canoe challenge Mm -hmm. so in terms of who the stronger competitor was Aaron had hung on longer in the marshmallow challenge. Um, I don't remember how long, um, but she she lasted longer than Melinda did. So our assumption at this point was she's the stronger mm-hmm. competitor. Melinda is much more emotionally, um, she, she goes to tears a yeah, lot quicker certainly. than Aaron does. And Aaron kind of had this... Yep. this aura of having everything all put together, we really didn't trust. Right. So I th- I thought it was a pretty clear, pretty clear decision right off the bat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mike, Mike the Soldier makes, tries to make his case um, for his <laughs> friend, Aaron. Uh, Aaron being the athle- more athletic, maybe more athletic than Melinda, but but he thinks she that Aaron would be better in breaking the leadership of of the girl's side but I mean that's just assumptions. I mean there's there wasn't a clear deal. It's not guaranteed that it's definitely not guaranteed that Aaron would cause more future issues than Melinda would. Right.
1: And I'll tell you, I I first I I had to watch that twice. Mm. Um the first time I watched it, I I went, "What?" I I I could not comprehend why anyone would think that saving Aaron would break down the leadership of the other team. She'll
0: go back for blood for ISIS, but not no more than anything else.
1: Exactly. Um, Melinda has every reason to be just as upset, and the, I guess mm-hmm. the biggest thing that that confused me was Aaron was almost elected camp counselor that morning. Right. So or I guess the morning before at the, uh, Mm. the social. But if, if she is leadership material for her team and the other girls trust her that much, do we really want to keep her around? Right. Um, and so Mike's argument was really confusing to me. And then I realized later on, it was probably a, you scratch my back. I'll scratch yours sort of thing where if, I've I forgot that Aaron kinda had a thing for Mike, yeah, so yeah. I think he was kind of trying to use that to his advantage and uh, and say, well, I'll speak up for you and try to save you if you'll do the same for me later. And we know that, of mm-hmm. course, she would have, um, mm-hmm. e- even though Mike is probably at this point one of our stronger competitors. Yeah. Um, so I I guess you know his argument makes sense for him, but not for us as a team.
0: Uh, but yeah, Melinda doesn't want to lose, but she's definitely losing it, as, as, as far as I yeah. can tell.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was surprised when I saw that she lost it in the very first episode. Because obviously I wasn't there for that in the girls' cabins. Um, what do you mean? She she was already starting the waterworks in the first episode. Oh right, just when when she it was, was worried about being banished. yeah, when
0: it was very clear that her name wasn't on the table. Right.
1: I mean, I, yeah. it's a high pressure situation. I understand being concerned for yourself, but uh, it started earlier than I thought it did.
0: I felt like even in that first episode, like when she started to blubber, it was just like. You're hurting. You're, now you're hurting yourself. That now, even though they said you're not going to be voted off, now that being all upset all the time is is. Oh, never mind.
1: Well, no, they're she was breaking their confidence in her yeah. because she seemed to lack confidence in herself.
0: Right, right. So once again, the vote is six to one, like last time. Uh, but right. this time was it Mike the soldier who voted it for... was we we it know was. that we know that that it was Mike who voted for Aaron to stay because because of reasons we 've already discussed, but ultimately again, really a futile thing to do but right is there is there such did you guys know he was gonna do that is there Is there suspicions going um, on again
1: we We all voiced our opinions, Mike voiced his, so we all kind of knew that it was him. And okay. again, like I said, it wasn't a problem that someone had disagreed. It was that they had lied about it. Right. Mike, Mike was pretty upfront this time. Okay. Um. So that we weren't too worried about this vote, but there was still some concern that if Mike was willing to disagree with us this time, maybe he had last time as well. Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that that obviously everyone is primarily the prime suspect is still chris mm-hmm. um there's a little bit of su- suspicion toward kyle from me and uh i talked with mikey about that but uh, <laughs> but for the most part everyone's pretty clear with kyle mm-hmm. and yeah i mean I, those are those are really the the main suspects
0: at yeah. this point yeah. still i was I was, of course, (laughs) disappointed to see. I mean, I knew, honestly, because of the previews of future episodes, just seeing Melinda appear in a few different places, I more or less knew that Aaron was going to be the one to go. Um, But I was just so disappointed that I'm really more or less attacking the show here that she really barely got any screen time. Um, right for these two episodes, I think it's kind of a shame. We we, I don't think anyone even knows that unless they go online. I don't think anyone even knows that she, her archetype is the country girl. It just
1: really never got a chance she,
0: to show it off. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I mean as as much as I understand, yeah, that that is a failing of the show. But as as a character, she there they didn't really have much time to do much with her mm-hmm. the first episode i can't see them focusing on her more than
0: they did sure she and was i i guess she was. She just not she very was, interesting
1: well she stayed out of the limelight for a while yeah. which was probably a good strategic move but it did lead to her not having a lot of screen time
0: which yeah. you know too bad you can follow her on twitter at erin cosgrove i think
1: yeah erin cosgrove she's awesome she Check seems
0: she seems like she'd be pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Still some animosity there between her and and
0: Isis. Um on Twitter. Which
1: is understandable.
0: Uh, a little bit, yeah. Seemed like it. Also also between uh Mikey B and Chris. Uh yeah. Which
1: is well, which is
0: understandable, I mean, of course.
1: Yeah. I think so. Um I I mean, I I keep in touch with pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. Um as much as I can, some of them are a little bit harder to get in touch with. But
0: it's a shame that uh, shame that Michelle doesn't have a Twitter. Michelle, you should definitely get a Twitter.
1: Yeah, Michelle, get a Twitter. <laughs> yeah. um, I was pretty surprised that ISIS picked Aaron for elimination. Um, yeah? yeah, I guess all the guys were. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I that was that was really the first big surprise mm-hmm. when when we were doing the first episode. Uh, I was expecting Megan, Lauren, or Melinda. Those were my bottom three, and I wasn't mm-hmm. sure what the combination would be, but I was pretty sure two of
0: those would, would be who we saw. Could you expect this time? Uh, this time
1: I expected uh, Melinda again, and we talked about what we would do if we saw Lauren again. Yeah. We said that if Lauren came in we would all discuss whether or not we thought she had lived up to her promise and if she had we would save her again uh on the on the basis that she would continue to live up to promises and we would have gotten rid of melinda there were a few decisions that surprised us and aaron was one because we had n- never seen her not do well uh-huh. Um and she had just been elected uh tied for the camp counselor position so uh that really shocked me that that they'd show so much confidence in her and then nope forget it
0: yeah so that pretty much finishes up the episode a little more stable ground it seems that the suspicions have about chris have receded into the background at least a little bit mm-hmm. for what they showed us for next time it seems like the women are starting to get pretty weird and stressed out. Um, We see very briefly, but it was there, a scene of you and Melinda sharing a kiss. And also what will ratchet up the suspicions again, Chris reaching out to the other team, the women, Mm -hmm. which will certainly cause problems. Right. the extended scenes that are on USA, USA Network's website, you have to have a television provider to watch all the rest of these episodes. You just go on USA Network, try to watch the full episode, and then sign in under your TV cable provider. Well, um, it looks like the ex- they
1: will eventually be on Hulu as well, if you're interested. Hulu as well, yes. But looks not like They'll yet, be on there
0: so soon. Uh, episode 1 is certainly on Hulu. Episode 2, if it's not there yet, it will be. But the extended scenes from the episode, you can see without any sort of membership on USA's website. And the one that I want to... Th- there are four of them. The one that I want to really point out is a scene with Isis and Kyle walking along after they've been voted counselors. Mm-hmm. They're, alone, they're together. And Isis has the kahunas to ask Kyle, even before the challenge has happened, who do you think you would vote out if if you guys happen to lose this next challenge. And he uh. lists Mike, the soldier, Mikey B, the smartass, and you as possibilities. Interesting. <clears throat> so it seems like he... Maybe, maybe this comp Certainly this competition with you bringing it all in changed that at least some. Mm-hmm. Um... Probably explains why his his lack of definite confidence explains why at least he didn't bring you and Mikey along to the social. Right. Um, uh, but interesting. But that puts
1: a new spin on it.
0: It does. It does. Um, I was a little surprised, but uh, we'll have to see how things flesh out next time. Yeah. <laughs> any any thoughts about that? Well,
1: definitely after these two episodes, I've got the biggest target on my back.
0: Um, you've got the biggest target, but you've also got the biggest respect from the guys, I think. So far, yeah. Uh,
1: there's still a little bit of distrust among the guys, just because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a nerdy guy. You know, I'm the sci-fi nerd, a um, little socially awkward, so yeah. I'm not as outspoken as... Uh, at least with them as I am in some of the interviews. So right. So I think I think Moses in particular, I don't think he trusts me yet. Um mm-hmm. and clearly it looks like maybe Kyle is still warming up to me, which is surprising to me after the canoeing challenge because right. I
0: right. really
1: I really was coaching those guys through every second of the canoeing challenge. But mm-hmm. hey, you know, I mean if he thinks if at this point he still thinks that that's all I have to offer, then he's mm-hmm. he he doesn't anymore at the end of this episode. Right. So right. Yeah. I I've really this episode really puts me in the best possible position right now. Um, I thought I was good to go after the first episode, but after this, the guys know that I'm an asset.
0: It's I mean, basically, Chuck. This is the summer camp. The subtitle is chuck wins
1: (laughs) i'd watch that show yeah i would enjoy it so far i mean uh there's there's a lot left uh yeah a lot left to see and but so far it's definitely put me in a really unique position because i've never been hailed as the mvp of a team you know like this right all right um except like in a play when i was playing a character or mm-hmm. something you know so that this is really it's really been a, a neat experience so far and i'm enjoying yeah. it
0: yeah in the social network world have you have you gotten people who you didn't even know about starting to root for you um yeah
1: i i have uh especially after this episode yeah the first episode people were like yeah go check um but it was mostly people i knew that were cheering me on. Mm-hmm. Now, now that i've really shown myself off after two episodes, people are like, "Wow, way to kill it, Chuck," and they're people i don't even know. Cool. Um i've uh i've seen somebody started to hashtag Chuck for President, which was cool. Um Yeah.
0: Yeah, i mentioned that last time, uh, but i looked for Chuck for President and also GoChuck those two hashtags. Uh-huh. At the moment, they're fairly mixed between you and a lot of other chucks in this other world. Um, okay. So, ladies, well, I mean, I kind of expected that. Do you want to? Should we make up a new one, or are we just going to keep pushing Go Chuck Nerd Power Chuck. and and Chuck for President?
1: Let's, uh, yeah, stick with it. Stick with all it, All right, ladies and Although gentlemen. Although it seems it seems like USA Network has shifted from Go Yellow to Team Yellow.
0: Okay, all right. So, if you want to support Chuck's team, hashtag Team Yellow. If you want to support Chuck on Twitter, hashtag go Chuck and do it a lot so he can be the real the real <laughs> the real deal when you search it on Twitter. Um if you want to follow Chuck on Twitter, of course, it's at Chuck Lines. Uh once again, if you want to see links for everything Chuck related, just go to the summer camp and chuck info <laughs> homepage. I mean uh info page on haltingsun.net.
1: For anything chuck that sounds so narcissistic
0: well it's all there
1: yeah (laughs) today joe and i are releasing the teaser trailer for the chuck and joe web series oh
0: fantastic
1: and then sometime in august probably like the first saturday in august or something like that um we will post the first episode and we can talk about that and that in that podcast
0: yeah that would be great and then uh Either we can have Joe on briefly during that podcast, because I'm guessing, yeah, um, Summer Camp yeah. will still be on. Whether you're on there or not is a different question, um, <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to talk to Joe as well. Good. Sure. Good. Joe Roxandik certainly helped us out a lot with providing some of the hardware and know-how for, for these first few episodes, at least. Um, Thank you, Joe. So thanks to Joe. You can visit his website at Joseph rocksandic.com That's R-O-K-S-A-N-D-I-C. Is that right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yep, that's right. Oh, I can I can give you favorite money? Chuck quotes. I can't give you money, jerk. Um, Why would you give me favorite Chuck quotes? Because somebody, people have uh, have started quoting
0: my my. Oh, quotes. what you said on the show? Yeah. Oh uh, cool. What what do,
1: what do people like? So far the favorite quote submitted by Kristen Lockery, uh, who I went to college
0: cool. with. What's her Twitter Twitter handle?
1: My Twitter handle? What's her Twitter? Uh Twitter she handle. posted it
0: on Facebook. On your on your public page? On my public page. Well, on okay. my my personal page, Excuse Oh, me. None of this is people that can
1: see. It's anyway, nothing. What,
0: what did she like? She quote
1: she quotes my best line as I do stage combat from the first episode. That's boring.
0: <laughs> what else you got? Ah, uh, that's it. That's all I got. That's a halting podcast. I'm Mark Burley. I'm Chuck Lines. in your joy.
1: So it looks like I'm going to be doing a feature film, um, and it's uh, they've announced that they're also going to be starring Anthony Rapp and Cheyenne Jackson. Who Who have um, I
0: seen them in? Yeah.
1: Anthony Rapp is uh, a Broadway performer who was in Rent. Um, He was also in the movie version of Rent. And okay. Cheyenne Jackson is also uh, really well known on Broadway and and kind of a big big performer. So I was uh I was kinda surprised. This looked like it was gonna be a pretty small production when I first got the emails about it, but now it looks like it uh it might have some some significance and, and in addition to its own artistic interest.
0: Right. So uh do, can you tell me what the at least current title or project name is?
1: Yeah, it's called uh, Opening Night, at least as a, as a working title. And it's a feature-length mm-hmm. film. It, I'm fairly certain it's independently produced. Um, and I don't have a release date or anything like that. We don't start filming until August Um but uh i i have a like a one liner in the film i am um, okay so you do have a speaking part I do have a speaking part i i will be playing the technical director unless all else unless something goes wrong and uh-huh. uh the part gets cut out but uh right. i am so i'm i'm like a high school student that's the tech director for a, a school play
0: of course you're a high school student wouldn't you know <laughs> um Chuck has played a high school well a just recently high school graduated student for the first 2 seconds of a of the last Super Bowl's um, who what car company yeah, was it was It was
1: a Toyota commercial the sponsorship commercial. commercial for Super Bowl 2012 Yeah
0: so yeah. if you want to see Chuck play a someone a bored kid going to college <laughs> we'll put we'll put the link for that on on the Tumblr the Tumblr is pretty bare bones. Uh huh. But that's just because I haven't gotten all my other stuff together yet. Uh huh. So deal with it. That's where the podcast will be. Really simple, right there. All uh, right. Chuck, you're going to be on a, another podcast.
1: I am, yeah. I was invited to do an interview for Just Us Nerds. Um, that's just with a capital J. Us with a capital U and S. uh, No, I'm sorry. Just us geeks. Just us geeks uh, is the okay. name of
0: the podcast. What? Wait, is the U and S capitalized? So it's like American yeah, it's xenophobic. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like yeah,
1: just U.S. geeks or no, no. So they're not interested no, in no, no British about... geeks, no Australian. Really? I mean,
0: that's that's like that's awfully. <laughs> <alienating>. <laughs>
1: there, there, there's a lot of geeks. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I haven't gotten a chance to check them out yet, but I will before I interview with them.
0: Yeah, so you guys record. Uh, you'll, you'll probably, the, your interview with them will probably be coming out fairly soon around the time as this one, this episode comes out. Uh, um, I'll,
1: I won't record that interview until Thursday, so oh, okay. probably closer to our next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you check out Frank Ippolito, He's You mentioned the, him briefly last time. Yeah, right? he's one of the makeup artists. He was the lead makeup artist on uh, Zombie Family and a, a close friend of mine. He just did a phenomenal uh recreation of Admiral Akbar for somebody's cosplay at Comic-Con. Wow, so where can we see that? He's got pictures on his Twitter. Okay. Which um I will or actually on on his Instagram, which I will find right now. Hold on 2
0: seconds. Oh. Okay, we'll link to it on the Tumblr. It's Good. it's really pretty
1: sweet. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a mask and then uh-huh. cast arms. I don't think any of it is actually the guy's face showing through with paint.
0: How can he see
1: um through the nostrils, I think. <laughs> and then he's wearing like an old earth style master and commander admiral's costume which is really really fun Mm. so definitely check that out it's kind of cool to see Um, he's also got pictures on his instagram of uh, a joker makeup that he did sort of a uh, realistic version of the mark hamill cartoon joker um, oh which is pretty cool there's some pictures of stuff he's done on me uh, a picture of a project he's working on with me we're kind of working towards doing a um a Peter Cushing makeup on me I as grand moff, grand moff Tarkin from Star Wars uh so we're we're working towards that it's it's a long ways from being done but hopefully yeah. sometime next year we'll we'll be doing that great and yeah he's cool you should follow him
0: I will Oh, wow. you know what I'll tell you, Lauren, the Mean Girl. Yes, I'm on her side now. Yeah, because of all the people, I tweeted maybe about half of the summer camp cast. When I, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not very proud of just spewing out all those tweets at once, but sure, it was, it was only a few hours before episode two came out, so I was just like, I got, I got to do these all now, right. Um, I you know talked about at least half of the cast in tweets that I sent out uh linking to the first episode. Uh-huh. And I of course followed all of them and whatever. And of all those people Mikey B shot me back a direct tweet um thanks for the follow. Oh yeah. Uh, you know a a tweet with yeah, I don't know if his spelling was all that great. Um <laughs> but that was the only response I got from him and most and pretty much everyone else except for Lauren who not only followed me back, which was great, so now I have three followers. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you, Lauren, and uh, oh, I forget his name, but he's a he's a reality TV agent of some sort, it seems fear. like. I I, I, yeah. Yeah. Is he, he a nice guy? He's a great guy, yeah. Duran's awesome.
1: Cool. He's he's the one that was, he's the casting director that was in charge of putting together the cast. Gotcha. And- picking out who would be on the show
0: well it's nice to have him as a follower certainly he's um awesome. so and lauren followed me as well she was like okay cool someone's paying attention but then she also the the tweet that i did about her was you know chuck lines thinks he's got lauren wrapped around his finger <laughs> um and Uh-oh. she fa- and she favorited that oh yeah so even if she might be a mean girl on screen i have a feeling she is very conscious about making win-win scenarios in the real world i'm sure she is
1: aaron i know i saw she retweeted what you said about her um we hardly knew ye yeah yeah i know she retweeted that she did that um, thank you aaron <laughs> yes so yeah they're they're I mean, really, they're all good people. It's just, I think everybody is getting so much social media attention right mm. now, yeah. especially right around the time of each
0: of the episodes. But but I'm better than anyone else. Well, you are. Of they course you are, pay attention to me. <laughs> Aaron, you should be on our podcast. Yeah. Come join us. Get in touch I'm, at Mark Brillig. I'm bored with Mark. Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh.
1: How could one get bored with Mark Brillig? Kristen says... Kristen Lockery again says that your snark is h- her favorite.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Kristen.
1: She Just... says uh, she she can't watch the next episode because Hulu won't let her yet, but she was listening to the podcast and she laughed out loud listening to you pencil me in for next week.
0: Nice. What do you mean pencil you in?
1: Uh, Assume that I would be awesome. It also, she also says that she's not alone And it was a good loud laugh So stares abound
0: Oh good one of, my,
1: one of my friends uh, Posts on my Facebook Why the hell were people taking bites Out of the fake marshmallows P.S. You're a monkey
0: <laughs> Was it Did you I guess they weren't real puffed sugar They were styrofoam
1: On big
0: wooden things That's too bad it would have been great if they were real marshmallows.
1: Yeah. Ooh, Isis posts on Facebook. What? Being camp counselor, someone or two will just hate on you. You can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please everybody all the time. Yeah. Heavy is the head that wears the crown.
0: Yeah, I um I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. And and I replied to it saying, uh, Not quite as elegant when crammed into speak. it isn't is it no not at all makes you look like a fool isis come on our podcast (laughs) oh dear come on our podcast and yell at me
1: i love you isis
0: isis you seem like a very successful person can i ride on your coattails as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh
2: dear